grace and peace, love and mercy from God our Father, through Jesus Christ, our risen Savior and Lord. Amen. Text for our meditation this morning, the Holy Gospel that we heard read just a few moments ago, John 16, 23 through 30, especially these words. Jesus said, In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, ask that you may receive. Jesus is teaching us about prayer. And isn't prayer an amazing thing? Yeah, we talk about it all the time, don't we? In 30 plus years of doing this pastor thing, I have come to realize many things about prayer. Christians talk about prayer all the time. Christians tell each other, you know, I'm going to be praying for you. Christians ask one another, pray for me, will you? I have this situation going on in my life. We have prayer chains. We send out all kinds of prayer requests on social media. We talk a big talk about prayer. And my experience, including my own, is that we talk about prayer a lot and that we actually pray very little. I get a kick out of people when they come up to me and they say, oh, pastor, pastor, I really believe in the power of prayer. I prayed to God and God gave me exactly what I wanted. Maybe you've said that. Maybe you've thought that. Pastor, you believe in the power of prayer, don't you? Or how about the flip side of that coin? Yeah, I tried that prayer stuff. I prayed and it doesn't work. I prayed and God let me down. I prayed and God didn't give me what I wanted, what I needed. Prayer becomes this battleground. Does it work? Does it not work? My friends, if you have fallen into this trap to think prayer works, when you get what you want and prayer doesn't work when you don't get what you want I would submit to you that you really don't understand what prayer is and why God commands us to pray prayer is something we do in response to the joyous gospel prayer is our work Prayer is hard work. But the way that argument goes about working or not working, 
You have a completely wrong frame of reference. If prayer, something we do, works or doesn't work, think about what that has turned prayer into. A good work that saves us, a good work that gets us noticed, a good work that manipulates God to do what we want. Heaven forbid. How easy it is to fall into this trap about prayer working or not working. Prayer does not accomplish what it asks for. God does. There is no power in prayer. The power is in God. Remember the song that we sang with the preschoolers? Yes, Jesus loves me. I am weak, but he is strong. We do not pray from a position of strength. We pray from a position of weakness. And this is why Jesus teaches us to pray in his name. Now to pray in the name of Jesus doesn't mean you tack the name of Jesus onto every prayer. You can have a wonderful prayer that doesn't even mention the name Jesus. The Lord's Prayer doesn't mention the name Jesus. And Jesus teaches us to pray like this. To pray in the name of Jesus is to pray in faith. To pray in faith. To pray with faith in Jesus. Who he is and why he has come into this world. Did you hear what we said or what Jesus said in our gospel reading for today? In that day you will ask in my name. And I do not say that I will ask the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and believed that I came from God. Do you believe that Jesus is who he claims to be? God in the flesh. Second person of the eternity, of the Trinity, the eternal word, the eternal logos, begotten of the Father before all time. God of God, light of light, very God of very God, who takes on flesh and blood and comes crashing into this world for us and for our salvation. Jesus came from God and he came for a reason. He came to save us. He came into this world of sin to save sinners. Sinners who are born in sin, lost and condemned in sin, enslaved in sin, and unable to free ourselves. Jesus came into this world to fulfill the law that crushes each one of us. 
Jesus came into this world to pay our debt, to pay our penalty. What we had rightly earned and deserved because of our sin. Jesus takes the hit. Jesus goes to the cross. Jesus becomes our substitute. And right before Jesus leaves the upper room to go and offer himself as the once and for all sacrifice of sin... He teaches his disciples right here, John 16, in this upper room discourse. He teaches them how to pray. He teaches us how to pray. We pray in Jesus' name. And that means we pray knowing, believing, and trusting that Jesus is who he says he is. That Jesus has actually done what God's word testifies to. And that what Jesus has done in his perfect life, his bloody death, and his glorious resurrection from the dead, he has done for the whole world. And that means he's done it for me. For you. My friends, why do we pray? Because God commands us to. Our prayers are not manipulating God to do what we want Him to do. That would put us over God. That would make God into some kind of puppet that can be manipulated. Do you see where this kind of bad, false theology gets us? Prayer is work, hard work, work that we do. God commands us to pray because he wants us to know his word, to know his promises, and to cling to those promises, even when God's answer to our prayer is no. Or wait. God often teaches us Patience as we pray. In our epistle reading for today, the Apostle Paul says, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life. Do you think people in our world today are praying for our leaders of the opposite party that they belong to? The vast majority couldn't care less when we realize that our leaders, whether you have a D or an R in front of their name, our leaders are given to us by God and God's word teaches us to pray for them. Do you see how God is teaching us civil discourse, teaching us the vocation of citizenship, teaching us that we can even pray for those we don't like, that we disagree with, 
or that maybe we even consider as our enemy. My friends, why do we pray? Well, of course, God has commanded us to pray. It's good for us. But more importantly, He's promised to hear us. He's promised to hear us. You know what it's like when you're talking to somebody and they're not paying attention? You know what it's like to talk to somebody and they're not paying attention? It hurts. It's frustrating. And on the other side, it's the most unloving, uncaring, inconsiderate thing you can possibly do. My friends, our God does not treat us like somebody who's obsessed with their handheld device. He invites us to pray. He commands us to pray. And then he promises that he will listen, that he will hear us, and that he will answer. He will answer our prayers. He will not always give us what we want. God cannot be manipulated. Our God is not some capricious God who says, I'm going to give him what he wants, but boy, I'm not going to give her what she wants. No, God doesn't work that way. God is love, and he has demonstrated that love in the gift of his son. Prayer is work, hard work for us. Why? Because it means that we trust in something, someone that is bigger than ourselves. We admit that not everything is in our control. And that we truly believe that God loves us and that God cares for us. My friends, we dare never sever separate the word of God from prayer. How do you think God teaches us to pray through his word? Many of you know that we have three sons in our family. They're all grown up now. But when they were little, they were all bunched together. And our youngest one, Junior, had two older brothers. Junior was really, really slow in talking. Why? He didn't need to. He had two older brothers that would do all the talking for him. All he had to do was point and grunt. And one of his older brothers would interpret the grunt and tell mom and dad what he wanted. Well, thankfully, eventually, he did learn to talk. 
He realized it was a lot quicker to go straight to the source than have his grunting interpreted by others. The same thing is true for us. God hears us even when we grunt. When our prayers are in groans that nobody can understand except God. God knows our heart. He knows our minds. He knows what we need. But He teaches us. He teaches us in His Word how to formulate the words. He teaches us that we don't need a go-between, some sacerdotal priest or whatever. We can go directly to God with our prayers. Our Father who invites us to come as tender children go to their Father knowing that He will always give them what is good and what is best. In God's Word, like our epistle reading for today, pray for your leaders, pray for your elected officials, pray for your government, pray for the swamp in Washington, pray. If you don't like them, tough, pray. God gave them to us. Pray. Maybe your prayers that they repent. That's okay. Pray. God molds us and forms us and shapes us by His Word. On this Memorial Day weekend, we thank God for all those who have gone before us and served. Even those who have given the ultimate sacrifice so that we can be free in this country. Is this country messed up and do people abuse their freedoms? Yes. But millions are still pouring in. Because this is the best there is. We pray. Because God has taught us to pray. His word teaches us what to pray for. He has given us the Lord's prayer. The model prayer. When we don't know what to pray for, God's word teaches us. Hallowed be thy name, that his word be taught in its truth and purity, and go forth into the entire world. Thy kingdom come, that I would truly believe the word of God, and live a holy, decent life according to it. Thy will be done, that God's will is wiser or smarter than my will. Give us this day our daily bread. Don't be obsessed with the future. God will grant everything you need to support this body and life. Work hard. Trust God. Don't worry. In the same way that God gave manna to the children of Israel as they wandered in the wilderness. We heard a little flavor of that in our Old Testament reading for today. He will give you your daily bread. Doesn't mean you quit your job and become a public case of charity. Use the gifts, talents, and abilities that He has given you. And trust that He will take care of even you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lord, I'm a sinner. Don't keep my great sin from you loving me. And as you have freely loved and forgiven me, 
break my hard, cold, selfish heart so that I can love and forgive others in the same way that you have forgiven me. Lead us not into temptation. Don't let the devil, the world, and my own sinful flesh get a stronghold in my heart. Break and hinder them. Break my idols. Break them for your sake so that I can cling to you and your word even more. Deliver us from evil. Lord, don't let me get too attached to the things of this world. Teach me that my true citizenship is in heaven. Help me to put everything in perspective so that I can love you and serve one another. And when the time is right, take me from this veil of tears to be with you forever. My friends, why do you pray? If you have had some misinformed, misguided understanding of what prayer is and why prayer is, repent. Repent. God cannot be manipulated so that if you get an extra 1,700 people on your email prayer chain, oh, now God will answer your prayer and notice you. But if you're one short, he won't. Come on. God doesn't work that way. God loves us in spite of ourselves. He's given us the greatest gift of love the world has ever seen. Jesus. Jesus has bled and died and given us the right to pray. We are children of God by the bloody death and glorious resurrection of Jesus. And now in the family, we go to daddy and we tell him what we want. We tell him what we need. And we trust that God the Father, our daddy, will give us exactly what we need. How can we be sure? He's already given us Jesus. My friends... May God bless us that our prayers today and tomorrow and forever would be in faith, in Jesus' name, and flowing from God's holy and perfect word. May God grant it to us for Jesus' sake. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts, our minds, our prayers. In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.